0: welcome to your IVF Abroad podcast where I will share educate and empower you on your journey with infertility and IVF Abroad I'm Emma Haslam your host mum via treatment abroad and the IVF Abroad expert Since the birth of my son in 2018 I have made it my mission to make fertility treatment more transparent, accessible, supported and affordable. I now help people around the world just like you to find a safe, best fit clinic, have fertility treatment and achieve their dreams of starting or expanding their families and I'm here now to help you too. And welcome back to the podcast, Your IVF Abroad, with me, your host, Emma Haslam. You're going to have to excuse my slightly disgusting, snotty-sounding voice. Um, I have the seasonal lurgy, but I didn't want to not show up for you guys for the penultimate episode of season one of this podcast. So, today I'm going to talk to you about how to survive the festive season when trying to conceive. And this also applies to you if you don't celebrate Christmas. You may celebrate other occasions um, that are difficult and the tips in this episode apply. But I'm doing this one on the festive season because we are in December 2022 and we are approaching the Christmas period or we're probably actually we're in the Christmas period aren't we Uh, we're in the festive season for sure Um, and I wanted to give you some survival tips I guess because I found it so hard when I was trying to conceive and you might not but I know from clients and people in my community that a lot of people do find this period of time or any celebration celebratory periods of time like really difficult You know, things like seeing other people spending time with their children. Um, People often save pregnancy announcements, don't they, for this time of year. The buying of gifts for other people's children. Um, Not feeling festive and feeling like you have to feel a certain way. Um, And pretending, you know, pretending that you do is exhausting and draining. Um, Perhaps spending more time with people being out of routine and structure, getting that sort of unwanted advice and comments and and questions. Things like family dynamics can be more tricky at this time of year. Um, And then the things I probably felt the most were kind of grieving the past, the past year, all the what ifs, the fact that I still wasn't pregnant. And then the uncertainty about the future moving into a new year So yeah, holiday times, celebratory times, the festive season, Christmas is a difficult time for so many people. As I said, it was one of the most painful times of year for me. Now, despite being, I would say generally, a Christmas lover, it was just that really harsh reminder of everything that I didn't have and everything that I wanted, how much I longed for a baby of my own and how another year of infertility had passed me by, and I was still no further forward. Um, it just felt like some real finality getting to the end of the year and another year coming round. My worst Christmas has to be getting a negative home pregnancy test result um, following a cycle of IVF. A failed, so I should say, a failed pregnancy test result following a cycle of IVF the week before Christmas. I mean, don't get me wrong, getting a negative pregnancy test anytime is horrendous. Um, But to me, to get that one just before Christmas felt really cruel and it ruined it for me. I felt such a mixture of emotion, grief, jealousy, anger, bitterness, hurts, you know, the actual physical pain that you get in your chest. I know that you guys know exactly what I mean. Um, And for me, it was all heightened for sure by the time of year, And it just felt like everywhere that I looked, there were children, children on social media, children on adverts, in person at family and friends gatherings and literally everywhere that I went. Now, just to recognise that there are many groups of people that struggle um, at celebratory times of the year, like Christmas. But all I could see were happy families, which included children. And I will say that I've never felt so alone and so jealous than I did Christmas, I just so badly wanted what they had. Thankfully, the festive season, anyway, comes once a year. Um, So, if you are struggling, remember that when it comes to Christmas Day itself, it's technically over and done with within 24 hours. That said, the festive season itself does feel like it goes on forever, doesn't it? Um, and when you are struggling with things like infertility and trying to conceive, I think this intensifies this, you know, the period even more. Um, so, you know, recording this podcast here on the 2nd of December, by the time it goes out to you, I think on the 6th, we've got about three weeks to get through, team. So here are my seven top tips to survive the festive season or any celebratory seasons that you might celebrate um, to kind of get through and, yeah, survive, hopefully thrive and, and enjoy some of it. But if not, to survive. So the first thing I'd say is treat yourself kindly and with compassion, just like you would do if you were chatting to a friend, a family member, even a colleague, We are very, very hard on ourselves in a way that we would never be to other people. Don't question your feelings. You feel how you feel and that is okay. And your feelings may fluctuate throughout the period. Um, Don't analyze them, don't question them. Bad feelings are just bad feelings. They're not pleasant, but they do not make you a bad person. And you're certainly not alone in that. I had lots of negative thoughts that I thought made me a bad person when I was trying to conceive. And I realise now that actually it's not me that's a bad person. What was happening to me was the bad thing. Number two, try and plan things in that you love during your time off. Um, So if you've got some time off, then Think about what do you want to do? Like, what would you enjoy doing so that you can get some pleasure in that time as well? Number three, say no to anything that doesn't serve you. Now, I know this is super difficult. I am a people pleaser. I find it really hard to say no to people, but you must look after yourself first. You don't have to put yourself through things um, always. You know, if people around you know what's going on, and are understanding, then you can confide in them and tell them that you're struggling. If they don't know what's going on or they're not understanding, then, you know, consider telling a small white lie. I mean, you know, I'm not somebody who generally tells lies and you're probably not either. But do you know what? If a small white lie that doesn't harm anyone but protects you during this time is needed, then do it and don't feel bad about it. Like, it's okay. You need to look after yourself. It's okay. Um, That's probably my biggest tip, actually. Say no. Not easy. But maybe thinking ahead about the things that are going to be coming up. Um, And, you know, if you know now that they're going to be difficult, maybe thinking about absenting yourself from them now. Um, There may be things that you're thinking, Emma, there's absolutely no way I can get out of it. And that's fair enough. But could you look at you know shortening the trip the visit um making a plan after it of something lovely for you to do um as a kind of reward for getting through it just have a think in advance if you can and remember if you wake up on the day and just think i can't face it then you've got the option of the small white line number four don't pretend things are okay if they're not Confide in those people around you that love you and tell them how they can help. If you've got understanding people, if you do have a partner um, and you're struggling, like most people, not all, I know, but most people will want to help you. And if you tell them how they can help you, then they're more likely to be able to provide you with the support that you need rather than leaving them to to do the kind of unwanted advice, saying and doing the wrong things. And again, this isn't always easy to do either. Um, And you have to pick your crowd sometimes. But I think, you know, the people around you that love you will want to help. And if you tell them what what you need, most people will be more than willing to oblige and support you. Number five, unsubscribe from emails that are triggering, Um, consider snoozing socials or taking a digital detox break because you know that those things are going to be on on there. And if you're triggered by those things, like it's absolutely fine to just unsubscribe or or take a break. Um, And remember that what you see on social media is a curated snapshot in someone's life. It is not the whole picture. Number six, prioritise your self-care, whatever that looks like. It doesn't have to mean going for a bath or, you know, it might mean that. But, you know, prioritising you and what you need to do to get through and to look after yourself. You know, this period isn't just about children. It's about you too. And it's your holiday time, you know, and it's your Christmas. And so what does that look like for you? What are you going to enjoy doing? What do you need And then my last tip is, and I've kind of touched on this already, but plan ahead now. So you've got the plan on how to navigate the festive season ahead of time. Sometimes that's helpful. And you've got time then to plan in some exciting things for you to do. And exciting thing for you to do might be literally curling up on the sofa with a hot chocolate and locking the doors and watching, you know, TV or having a big lie-in or whatever, but it might also involve going out and doing something um, that you enjoy. So planning ahead um, and anticipating how certain situations might make you feel will be super helpful. So I hope that you found my tips helpful and this episode. If you are struggling, please know that you're not alone and my inbox is always open if you want to reach out I'm on hello at yourivfabroad.co.uk. I'll link that in the show notes. And my last message of the day, well, actually, yeah, it is my last message of the day. (laughs) I'll save the other one to the last episode, I think. Um, It's just to say that, so if you're listening to this in real time, you'll be listening to this around about the 6th of. December, I think it is going to be out. Let me just have a check. Yeah, the 6th of December. Now, January and February are my, March as well, to be honest, are my busiest months of the year. And I think a lot of it is because people reflect on their year and decide what the plan is going to be for the next year. And so naturally, I see a spike in numbers of inquiries and numbers of clients. And I only have limited... Availability. So if you're sat thinking, I know I definitely want to work with Emma in January or February or March, or you are interested in potentially working with me during that time, please do get in contact because I don't want anybody to be disappointed. Um, I hate saying to people I'm fully booked and having to turn people away. So if you're, if you fit into one of those two camps, please do get in touch. Again, the email is hello at yourivfabroad.co.uk and I will link it in the show notes so whatever you're doing for the holiday season I hope at best you can enjoy some of it at worst you can survive and get through it Um, and I will see you in a couple of weeks for the last episode of season one bye Thank you for listening to Your IVF Abroad podcast with me, Emma Haslam. If you're interested in finding out if IVF Abroad could be right for you, then download my free checklist at yourivfabroad.co.uk forward slash who is IVF Abroad for.